Hi, you're listening to Potluck Potluck, where we discuss all things communal eating, meal building, and fuddle. We'll get more into that later. Um, in this first episode, we'll discuss why we're doing this, a brief history of our understanding of potlucks and food etiquette. We'll also complete our first draft uh, to base future episodes around consisting of major potluck food groups, and we'll get into it more. I'm Alyssa. I'm Ezgi. And this is uh, this is Potluck Potluck. We're uh, just starting to do this. This is our first episode, so we thought we would first try to define what a potluck is, even though I think everyone knows the word and has been to a potluck, most likely, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we were dismayed to find that it really doesn't have a lot of scholarship devoted to it on Wikipedia, because, you know, you'll go and you'll research some random musician that's been out on, out on the market for you know, 10 minutes and they'll have like the longest Wikipedia page ever, but the time honored and hallowed tradition of a potluck has like three paragraphs. So we're going to at least cover those three paragraphs and then kind of talk about what we have in mind moving forward um, to give this great American tradition some much deserved airtime and analysis. Wow. I don't know, Alyssa, did you, do you have anything to add? <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed. Uh, as yeah, I didn't know you were so uh, into potlucks based on our last conversation. I think we really turned it forward. <laughs> I'm I'm into them now. <laughs> we're on a mission, Alyssa. <laughs> well, why don't um, I'm curious, Ezgi, We we didn't really get into this much. Like, what is your what has been your experience with potlucks? Or like, how would you describe your relationship to the idea of a potluck? That's a yeah. That's an interesting question because I would say that I don't have like the traditional kind of gateway into potlucks that a lot of people in the United States have, which is through church or religious organizations. My family, like I didn't grow up in a Christian faith household and actually I grew up in a rather non-religious household. So we weren't part of any congregation where there would be a potluck or any kind of a, a gathering based on faith. I can't even remember my first experience. It, it must've been, at, did we have them in like elementary school? Like, were there like, did you parents know, make things for like after school events? I don't know. I, I think could be informally, I'd say informally, it definitely was a thing, at least part of my childhood. Because mm. similarly, like I did not grow up in a religious household. We yeah. didn't go to a church. I didn't associate potlucks with um, like a church community. It was more... Yeah um like we would have neighborhood block parties and things like that and right, I understood right. the idea of like everyone bringing a dish as a way to make you know a full meal or to put less yeah. on a host to just make kind of a communal gathering more delicious yes yes absolutely I think yeah I think I think it must have been like neighborhood gatherings for me now that you've now that you've mentioned that um and then also going into uh or finishing up in high school we we so Alyssa and I both went to the the same high school, um, graduated the same year, and there's a, I don't know if it's just a, a Midwest or Iowa thing, but grad parties are huge, and, and you know, that's really more of the host providing um, the, the food, of course, but it's kind of this, a similar vibe of, you know, you grab a plate and you get a bunch of, you scoop a bunch of different kinds of food into it, and it's very social, uh, so I think other than the neighborhood gatherings from my childhood, probably that grad party grand tour that we had to do when we were graduating <laughs> was my like huge kind of second wave of exposure to it. Um, and then now as a 
as a grown person, I, uh, I, I mean, my friends always like if everything, every gathering we have at someone's house is potluck style. It's not like a dinner party where the host is like, I don't know what dinner parties entail, but there's not like a fancy, <laughs> like spread of food that the host is responsible for. It's like everyone grabs something. So it's not called a potluck in those cases, but you know, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, those are definitely potluck style. Um, oh man. I didn't even think about that. Like, I'm not sure there will be a strong tie to like a class lens at all, but I also can, can see kind of a web where, if you're super wealthy, it's not necessary to encourage guests to like bring a dish or there's kind of that social nicety of like, if you're hosting, like what is yeah. appropriate to ask people to bring? And the grad party thing. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. Looping back to that. Like I had never even considered that as a foundation of like the potluck style, but the type of food, like we'll get into that. Yeah. In yeah. this podcast, like the types of food will be a big chunk of like what we cover. Um, yeah. And I think grad party food or just that idea of like finger foods, especially like what is acceptable to serve like hot and cold and like what can you spoon onto your plate to create like a full meal of creams and what. Yeah. (laughs) And the art and science of pacing yourself if you're going to like 10 of them in a day. (laughs) Totally. Um, but you, you mentioned the the class connection a second ago and, and on the, the the three paragraphs on Wikipedia, one, I think one sentence worth of analysis kind of connects potlucks to 1930s, aka Great Depression era, also America. Um, and so, you know, there's definitely, an, an, at least, you know, at that point, of course, I think social classes although they continue to exist, they'd collapsed a little bit because everyone was very poor. Um, but there was definitely like an economic need for that kind of communal meal building, let's say, as opposed to, you know, one one family coming up with all the necessary courses by themselves, like groups or communities getting together and, and feeding uh, each other was certainly an element of that. I don't have more to say on this yet, but hopefully that'll be something we can touch on. Um in future episodes is meal building straight from i'm gonna pull up the wikipedia page and maybe do an overview but not that not that people listening to this couldn't do that themselves. (laughs) but is meal building on there i that's a really no i just said that i just made that up i'm ad living let's let's keep that i like meal building that's what that's the point of this podcast it's to bring back meal building (laughs) yeah let's build some meal um okay so really briefly i mean i think we already covered this but just for context like The Wikipedia page, the history of potlucks online, very brief, but it states that a potluck is a communal gathering where each group or guest contributes a different, often homemade dish of food to be shared. Um, Other names for potluck include potluck dinner, pitch in, shared lunch, spread, faith supper, carry in dinner, covered dish supper, fuddle. I like fuddle. (laughs) I like fuddle too. I'm going to have to figure out what that means. Um, and lastly, bring a plate and fellowship meal. You can really call it anything you want, including fuddle, which I don't think is a word outside of this Wikipedia page. <laughs> Wait, let me look it up. Let's see. Fuddle. Fuddle potluck. Like, I, like I fuddled this pizza. Let's take it to the potluck. I'm so totally about to, to fuddle this, <laughs> this pie. Okay. A party or picnic where attendees bring food and wine. So... Maybe an alcoholic potluck is a fuddle? Well, I think I think depending on like the setting now. So going back yeah, going back to fuddle, like I think 
potlucks have just become fuddle in the U.S., especially outside of a church. Because yeah, yeah, unless it's a, unless it's yeah, like you said, unless it's in a church or like a school, he wouldn't have alcohol. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's I guess that's a little bit of a brief history. Um, I don't know, Ezgi, do you have anything else like to add? No, I think I think uh, we've we've laid the groundwork of. Of at least our key our keywords here, aka Pollock and Fuddle. Um, I'm kidding, but um, yeah, I think we're I think we're just gonna from here on out explore the etiquette, the um, regional traditions, the kinds of food, best practices, maybe. <laughs> so let's let's get fuddled with uh, the draft. I can kind of explain um, the idea behind this and what it's based on. We'll do it super informally and I'm sure we'll kind of add to this and um, develop our ideas more. But we thought it would be fun just as we get started to kind of talk about the main areas of food you'd see, like, for example, bread and cheese and salad. Um, so I went ahead and compiled a list and um, we're just going to go ahead and go in order kind of picking our favorites. And in theory, I think we can kind of be accountable for those show concepts Ooh, if we wanted to yeah. base like a whole episode around like beverages or fuddle, <laughs> I guess. But to rattle off here, Ezgi, we can definitely add to this um, before we get started. But we have cheese, bread, salad, dessert finger food, shelf-stable snacks, dips, beverages, the wild card, uh, condiments, casseroles, and main dishes. That's a good team. That's a good solid roster um, for your standard potluck. <laughs> cool. We've, yes. got our, we've got our MVPs yes. ready to go. Um, I think what we can expect is maybe moving forward, not every episode will be based around one of these um, themes, but we might be able to um, kind of base our discussion around them or if we want to explore a certain recipe or maybe talk with a friend or another guest about a specific area they have some connection to, mm -hmm. um, that could be pretty fun. So I'm going to let Ooh. you pick first, Ezgi, um, and we'll just go back and forth, I guess, until okay. we've completed our draft. So let's let's pick careful attention to balance, uh, making sure we have a solid <laughs> roster. Um, I don't think this will be competitive, but we can decide along the way. We're going to make it competitive. Also, since I get a first pick, I will just, before I announce my first pick, I will say that this thing I'm about to pick is what I immediately make a beeline for at a potluck style gathering. And I do not make sure that my plate is balanced because I pretty much only procure this item. Um, and then eat that the rest of the night, well, along with some beverages. But like, anyway, the pick is cheese, and I love cheese, and I will eat only cheese. Oh. <laughs> and I have no desire. I have no desire I for balance it. with cheese other than maybe cracker. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I don't know how the rest of this draft is going to go for me because I already have like the one thing I want. But I'll try to I'll try to keep the rest of the world in mind, and you know pick other things <laughs> the need for cheese the need for cheese <laughs> okay okay I like that you gave a little bit of an explanation too I think we can do that moving forward for the rest of the draft okay. um, so let's see I'm gonna go with dips um and the reason I'm gonna pick dip um dips plural is because I think in general, when I'm at a potluck or any sort of party, I have this 
pretty strong expectation mm-hmm. that there's going to be yeah. a dip of some sort. So it's definitely my favorite. I think in addition to cheese, obviously yes. there are like cheese-based dips, but um, in general, like a good creamy dip is definitely what I'm going to be filling my plate with and will be satisfied with at the end of the day. So, All right. Okay. So piggybacking off of that, I'm going to go for the shelf-stable snacks because I imagine that to be include I mean chips for example that you would (laughs) utilize with a dip so I'm really just trying to stunt stunt your segment here by taking half of it this is getting real (laughs) oh man oh Uh, but I think I think shelf stable snacks also includes uh like obviously other other kinds of snack like I don't know you can have like like fancy nuts um like I'm thinking of like a nice cheese board could include could include nuts or dried fruit also it might include my other than other than pure cheese my favorite thing uh white cheddar popcorn so you know I can I can really riff on all my different snackies uh with with this particular potluck item cheddar, so i think the sky's white the cheddar popcorn <laughs> we originally when i came to you with this idea as a of wanting to start a podcast like a dumbass i was like mm-hmm. let's do it all about snacks mm-hmm. like let's just talk about the <laughs> snacks we like and come to find out there are also a lot of people who decided yes. they wanted to use their lack of expertise in areas in general and just talk about the food that they eat in substitution of meals. So I'm we're we're doing that. We're doing that in a way. We're actually doing more. We're we're building it out to a full meal. You're right. We're that meal probably building. Probably aren't meals by themselves or, or being hashtag meal Yes, building. exactly. Hashtag, hashtag fuddle. <laughs> hashtag fuddle. Do you think we could get picked up by one of those like <laughs> meal subscription meal Totally. Yeah. Yeah, especially if there's one called Fuddle, if you're out there. Trademark, you heard <laughs> it here. Potluck, potluck. <laughs> What's next for you? Um, next for me is going to be... Oh, man. I think... Oh, I'm going to have to pick dessert. You got cheese. I think, I think I got a snag dessert. Well, that's a tough, that's a tough loss. That's true. That's true. Um, that's true. You know, All I right. think, I think for right. dessert, <laughs> it's easy to please everyone. However, I think the issue you face is if um, you're in a situation like I am actually at work where we do have quite a few like lunch based potlucks and a lot of people are on pretty strict diets. Mm. Uh, and historically I've been the person to bring a dessert to yeah. share or to do a lot of baking, like, to be that resident staff baker so maybe we can talk about that too mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah I think the I think the dessert is where you have trouble you start to have trouble avoiding like people who are have celiac or they just don't want to eat gluten or they have other dietary restrictions there's like some very overwhelmingly common ingredients and in desserts that can be or like nuts for example if people have allergies it's quite it can be tricky it's a little bit trickier to ensure a balanced dessert section that it is like if everyone's bringing all the other kind of primers I feel like you can graze your way around your restrictions with everything else but it's kind of a bummer if you get to the dessert table and it's uh it's stuff you can't eat (laughs) so true or maybe the etiquette of how to label Um, yeah I think we're getting better about people recognizing like gluten-free or yes um listing ingredients but just encouraging that just to make for a more enjoyable experience if you do have dietary restrictions. Absolutely. 
Okay, I think I'm going to pick Salad. I'm going to explain why. I want specifically at some point to air my grievances about potluck salads. I feel like, at least for me, my biggest issue, other than only eating cheese, is if I decide I'm not going to eat cheese, the salads tend to be positioned like earlier in the line for things and or in the row of splayed out items. And I just like go ham on the salad. And I'm like, actually, I don't want this much salad. So like, and also it's never like quite the salad that I want. And I don't know what, what potluck salad etiquette is or what like good potluck salads are. I haven't thought about this yet, but I feel I'm, as I'm talking about now, I feel very passionate. So we're, we're going to, we're going to talk about salad at some point. (laughs) I like the idea of potluck etiquette starting with salad and like going back to that balanced place. But I will echo that in that I always feel obligated to take salad when in reality, I don't want any. So it's like societal norms versus my need for cheese. I can't, it's hard to balance. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go ahead and remain unbalanced, even though I pushed that in the beginning and take (laughs) bread oh good Uh, I didn't know what to do with that one so I'm happy that you took it (laughs) oh it's so hard though like I've been trying I would say in the last year Mm -hmm. I wasn't one of those like sourdough connoisseurs during like peak COVID stay at home time um but I think finding really simple quick breads or just really easy delicious breads can be a good contribution Mm -hmm. um similarly though like the dessert category which I also have I'm not sure how into the weeds I'll get with like gluten-free bread options. Mm -hmm. I'll probably try to do that more with dessert. But um, given that I'm an amateur baker, uh, (laughs) I might try to find some experiments. Um, That might be one where I was going to say that sounds like a good experiment uh, topic. All right. I'm going to, based on this dietary restriction conversation that we had, I'm going to uh, I'm torn between two, but I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick one and then stick to this. Stick, stick to similar rationale if it's available on my next turn. I'm gonna pick beverages first um, on this turn Ooh. because that's another area where I feel like, well, one kind of know your audience and know your context. There's a lot to dictate right off the bat, like what you should and shouldn't bring uh beverage wise if that's what you've signed up for if you know if it's at a if it's at your kids elementary school or it's uh, a church thing or a religious um institution thing you probably shouldn't load up like every kind of booze you can think of um but by this on the (laughs) on the flip side even if it's like a house party or like a neighborhood gathering where there are drinkers i think it's more and more important now and people are getting better at it, but I think it's still, we're societally, we're in a bit of a transition still to like being sensitive to non-drinkers and making sure there's good options for like adults who don't drink or want to limit how much they're drinking and not just like relegating them to water, but like, I don't know, is there like a cool, as the, as the host, can you help like ensure people bring ingredients to make like fun non-alcoholic cocktails or or just have like sparkling things that are non-alcoholic um and making sure you're like directing people to not just bring like miller light <laughs> or whatever like <laughs> whatever whatever the go-to is um also, i like the idea that the only alcohol would be miller light that's, that someone chooses to bring. that's all that's all people ever bring Alyssa. i don't know it's the, 
that's just that's just how it is maybe in Iowa yeah no um but yeah so I think I think beverages has a lot of I think everything on the list has an etiquette dimension to it but um beverages is one to be sensitive about for sure given you know people can have all kinds of history with alcohol or or not drink it for religious reasons etc right I'm really appreciative that you like mention that because I think I think we're like you said we're getting better mm-hmm. um but I think finding a balance even at even at just like social gatherings maybe when you're among your close friends um and you kind of feel that pressure if there isn't a great alternative yeah um you're just like, reaching for the easiest thing or if you're somebody who's restricting alcohol or you have a history where you don't mm-hmm. indulge or um whatever it might be I think having a balance is really important mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that one for sure. <laughs> okay, so let's go over what we have left. Um, we have bread. Um, we have the wild card, condiments, <laughs> casseroles, and main dishes. I'm definitely scared of the wild card. I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think... I will go ahead and grab condiments as my Ooh, next. That's that's very um, dip adjacent, Alyssa. What's your vision? It is for dip condiments? adjacent. I'm true. I'm a little concerned. I was the one pushing for balance, and now I think I've gone back on my word a bit. <laughs> um, looking at my plate, it would just be dessert dip. <laughs> that's that's more of what my plate looks like at your typical potluck, except it's like replace the dip with just cheese. <laughs> but when when I talk about condiments, my head goes to um usually like dressings kind mm. of in that salad area okay. um obviously like your classic ketchup and mustard or whatever it might be but I'm excited to explore maybe some more unique versions of those common like sauces or we should probably decide early on to um like pickles olives how do we want to consider those types of like is a pickle a condiment? Depends. I mean, if the main, I think, I think this is for me. This is how I think about it. if if the main dish, if it's like a barbecue, like or, or a cookout, and there's hot dogs or whatever, like things that, or like I don't know, sandwiches, things that like a pickle go with the main dish, then they're kind of like they're kind of like a condiment in that sense. But if it's like so and so got a fancy spread of olives. That it's like, I don't know, maybe that it's a finger food. <laughs> oh, that's I right. Know. I think I, I'm going to set some parameters like, yeah. oh gosh, because a relish technically that's different from yeah. a pickle. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm thinking more of like the relish okay. or then I would say like the for like sure. tapenade for olives. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think maybe the pure fruit or vegetable, not cut up or liquefied partially is finger food but like relish and tapenade are condiments in my head as well and do and hum, would hummus be a dip or a condiment? hummus is a dip, a dip. i think hummus okay. is a hard dip okay it's a hard dip. <laughs> <laughs> got it um okay i think because i was I was going to see if this was still available because um, we went back and forth between beverages and this on my last pick. I think I'm going to go ahead and pick main dishes now. It's a little bit scary to me because it's very broad, but I do think with your with the architecture of the main dish dishes rather at a potluck, you again have to be 
sensitive to dietary restrictions or quite frankly people you might just know that like some people don't like like I for example I've got a few friends who like speaking of olives hate olives so like I wouldn't order a pizza covered in olives for a gathering <laughs> with those lame <laughs> not coming to that one <laughs> I know I don't I don't I inhale olives so I cannot relate but um or you know people are vegetarian vegan um don't eat pork you know things like that so uh you have to consider what will like as we've talked about balance before across the full spread like can all attendees fill their stomachs not with just although i would and i don't wouldn't judge them if they only got cheese and crackers because their dietary restrictions prevent them from having anything else but you that's also not fun baby little baby <laughs> just munching on cheese and crackers in the corner no i don't i do not reward people who are picky eaters i'm i'm more talking about like they cannot eat certain things and like if there's a known vegetarian and all of your main dishes are smothered in meat then it's like okay you really didn't try to like have a hot dish for this person or these people uh but if they're just little weenie babies who don't <laughs> eat anything except for like white bread and cheese then yeah they sh- that's all they should eat <laughs> but anyway main dishes is a huge topic and i feel like honestly i'm just gonna say it now i don't necessarily know that it'll be its own episode so much as like maybe like a you know as we talk to our friends on this podcast like a discussion topic like an ongoing discussion possibly mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. or as we talk about regional traditions or or kinds of gatherings uh talk about it and that talk about main dishes in that context uh we'll see if if like just at this moment i have less i have less of a specific kind of direction for it in mind versus you know some of these much smaller headers um uh, and because it's it varies so much from like the vibe of the event so but i think it's i think it's obviously super important and it'll be interesting to explore man that is so that's fair honestly i think i think that was a great pick uh i'm stumped because my oh man yeah i think i'm going to go with finger food all right so that leaves me with the option of wild card or casseroles Ooh. I like, well, I'm not excited about either of these. I think just because I like really don't understand what a casserole is like at all. Like, I feel like anything can be a casserole and it's also like nothing can be a casserole. Everything can be a casserole. <laughs> um, I might actually, even though I was griping about it earlier, I might pick wildcard just because at least I can like maybe f- think of something. That <laughs> I know oh, what it is. No. <laughs> The wild card has been snapped. Yeah, so I'm less intimidated by wild card than I am by whatever a casserole is. <laughs> That's hilarious. I also really didn't want casserole. Does anyone ever card. want? Isn't that like? I think that's actually the definition of casseroles: like things you don't want put in a oh. like a Pyrex and brought heated up and brought. To- you know what i'm up for the challenge though there's there are good casseroles the midwest person in me is going to come out and figure this out i also traditionally don't like casseroles um i'm also vegetarian um and i think that creates a lot of issues Mm. um because no one knows what's in the casserole (laughs) right but i think again kind of going back to the etiquette of shared food like i think 
making it more commonplace to just you know put a post-it note in front of your whatever pyrex pan yeah um with like what's in it or some of the main things like eggs cheese meat whatever yes Um, yes yeah so man i guess that concludes the draft so let's let's see here (laughs) um let me know if i miss anything esgi but it looks like esgi will be taking cheese salad shelf stable snacks beverages main dishes and she also possesses the wild card yes okay okay that leaves um Alyssa, me with bread dessert finger food dips <laughs> condiments, and casseroles you're i mean other than dessert all of your foods like just go they feed into one another <laughs> like, it's got... just a mush like yeah. i don't want to put this food in the blender i don't want to see what happens if you put if you put the bread finger food finger food dips and condiments in a literal blender you get a casserole so yeah. <laughs> maybe that can be another segment like what which foods can you blend successfully into a smoothie potluck there's there's your oh, wild card. that i hate that yes <laughs> i would never attend <laughs> one of those i'd be like okay where's the real food aka where's the cheese <laughs> oh my gosh okay um cool so that concludes the draft i think we're getting to the end of our first episode here so congrats on uh completing your first draft as yeah <laughs> thanks i had no when you mentioned that this was a thing that could be done that isn't like fake online sports i was like what but now i understand <laughs> and it was fun this is what people who aren't athletic do instead great of fantasy or at least that's what i've heard on like other podcasts i listen to i think it's the ringer which i'm not a huge mm. fan of always but a lot of their um media and like podcasts have incorporated drafts so there's like like a couple like recipe club obviously which yeah a lot of ideas for this came from and then um band splain is like a a music podcast Mm -hmm. and they kind of jokingly completed their first draft as well so okay (laughs) well ours is very serious it's not a joke so this is true completely different yeah (laughs) just two two serious uh i'm gonna call us home chefs yes (laughs) Two serious meal builders okay. building some meals. <laughs> just just two meal builders. <laughs> okay, well, I think we can wrap up um, that and look forward to next time. More to come on what we'll see in episode two if this comes to fruition. But uh, pretty excited. Pretty excited yes. for this follow, Esgi. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Should we, should we have a sign-off? I feel like we should develop a sign-off. Yes, yes. Could we just chant Fuddle? Like... thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on potluck potluck for our second episode when one of us or possibly both of us will start to see whether we made good draft picks or if we will have regrets about picking casserole (laughs) Alyssa. (laughs) got it in one esgi that was great